0: Welcome to the Echocast episode 51 That is one short of an entire year And to that and to the release of Division 2 I say the title of this podcast Holy shit That's seriously all, all I can think about This won't be a witty intro with AKAs and references to amazing podcasts Because Greg Miller might be listening And I don't want to embarrass myself again by saying the name of his podcast wrong so this will probably be a bit of a short podcast this is a podcast based on division two and the reason it will be short is because i want to go back and play and because most of the information i feel like most of us still know uh, but i'm still happy to cover it we have some topics to go over we have stay of the game recap and then division news and then community topics and discussion no listener questions this week some content updates, then a wrap-up, and then I'm jumping back into DC. So let's jump right into state of the game recap. We had Hamish, Christian Panna, and uh, Julian Garrity on. Uh, Just to be straight up, there wasn't really any information given out. At the time, they talked a whole bunch about a patch that was coming or had already been deployed, uh, but we've had like three more patches since then, and it seems like they're nipping a bunch of these little bugs uh, very quickly. They talked about a bunch of known issues. I think they did kind of make a point that um, not everything's going to be fixed like today or already, but that for the most part, it seems like uh, you know they at least have an eye on most of the issues I've seen people talking about, which is good. They um, talked about, um, especially, and this is something I plead to people as well. If you have issues, if you have a video, screenshots of a problem, even if you have balancing concerns or exploits with gear and looting and stuff like that, uh, please, please, please post it to the official forum on Ubisoft.com uh, or, you know, probably, I think you can access it through the division because I see way too many po- people posting on Reddit and Twitter and so on. Um, and, and while there is a presence in those places, even if you tag a dev directly, I, I that isn't an official thing. So when you post to the forums, you know that there's people who work you know for the game people like amper and stuff like that who go to the forum specifically and take issues people bring up on there and on there they give you a template of what system do you have was it replicated could you fix it you know when did it happen in context it lets you post videos and so on and it puts it right into a pipeline to be looked at by a dev and potentially fixed when you post it on twitter and reddit and stuff like that you know reddit i don't think is officially owned by the by the game it's a it's a fan run thing that has you know a lot of connection to the team but still now uh, and twitter you just you know you guys have to understand that these devs and especially the community team um, are just getting inundated right now with hashtags and mentions and all of this stuff i also have kind of noticed you know this is probably just me being me that sometimes these things on reddit and twitter uh, i I will i will like to believe that they always have good intentions but sometimes i have to say it seems like maybe there's a little attention seeking going on with the way that people report some stuff on there so just use the forums if you want to post about it in the other places for awareness definitely do it but please for the love of all that's good post on the forums and make sure it gets looked at in like an official way After that, Hamish clarified and and made sure to reinforce that the agent, uh, the hashtag agent highlights and hashtag the division two photos cough also use hashtag division shots uh, for reasons. Cough. Uh, Those contests are going to be starting up soon, I I assume this month. So the hashtag agent highlights and hashtag the division two photos on Twitter um, will have uh, basically it's kind of like a light community contest and the winners We'll get um, one of the two different Brian Johnson statues. So the one you can currently buy separate on the Ubi store and it's not posable. It's kind of like the statue from the first game where it's static. Um, it's the one I actually bought uh, and it's really, really cool. Um, I believe it's actually the same scale as the statue from the first one. Cause when they're beside each other, they like look, they look good together. So um, that's like the tier two prize. The tier one prize for these contests will actually be the opposable uh, Um, brian johnson figure that has a whole bunch of accessories and working zippers and actual pockets and the guns do all this stuff and fold and uh, they're super cool and that's the one that comes with the phoenix edition now it doesn't appear they're giving away the phoenix edition you know nip that in the bud right now but they are giving away the statue that comes with it which if you didn't feel like spending two hundred dollars on the game winning that statue is probably the only other way you can get it just throwing it out there Uh, so check it out you know submit agent highlights if you uh, i really encourage you guys to tag other people with these tags too i'm seeing a lot of people posting really really cool screenshots but not tagging so throw a hashtag the division two photos on there you know i'm seeing other people doing cool cosplay or having funny videos or i'm doing good informational posts or videos and stuff you know tag those with agent highlights you know hashtag agent highlights that's a good way you know, we, we see, and this isn't a bad thing, you know, because it includes myself, but there was a time back in, I think, 2017 or last year, I can't remember, where I think I was featured on Age Highlights like three months in a row. I will never complain about that. I was super honored by it. Uh, but I kind of noticed that a lot of the same names get featured over and over again. And, while I'll definitely be trying to get featured again one day. I think it's really cool to see new people get in there because that's a way I find people as well. I love seeing people get featured in these things who I've never heard of before. So tag other people. If you see cool stuff, make sure it gets recognized. I think it's uh, a really good way for the community to come together. We have to keep in mind there are probably literally millions of people playing this game right now who never played the first one who were never involved in this community. And while, you know, that's going to come with the good and the bad, I think people need to realize too that there's creators who are about to show up and get popular um, who may end up being some of the best creators that we've ever had in the community. And if they don't get that attention, you know, we can't just stick to our old, our old selves, you know, as much as I have anxiety about getting pushed out, as much as I know other people have that feeling it's, if you just keep doing what you're doing you're gonna be fine and if anything you know latching on and finding these new creators it's only a way to strengthen ourselves and strengthen the community especially with this game that's come out in such a good fashion already so tag people it's a good thing uh julian and christian talked quite a bit and they talked a lot about how uh, they how they feel about everything about what it was like developing this game and, and what it meant to them and, and kind of, you know, making a sequel to a game that was really, really hyped up, that sold extremely well, but had kind of a letdown of a release, but then brought itself back, you know, a good amount. And it was just kind of interesting getting their insight. And if you want it specifically, I'm not going to sit here and narrate what they said, but you can check out the VOD on YouTube and Twitch and so on. What was interesting as well was how they talked a lot about how obviously they're really focused on the upcoming content, the DLCs and the other patches and other you know things we'll get. But that more than anything, their top priority was the health of the game um, when it comes to exploits, bugs and balance and so on. Uh, they did go on to talk about the release and uh, how they actually, which was kind of a fun story. And I, and I think I saw this picture Uh, but when they opened up the game for early access they literally had the engineers uh wire up a big giant red button for them to hit uh to activate the servers worldwide now the little joke that they made about it was that uh the way that this would work since it was actually being hooked up to do it uh, it actually has to be held down for I think five seconds, uh, which means that Christian and Julian uh, basically held hands on top of the button for five seconds, and uh, and it seemed to be a uh, a fun moment for them. So, um, and and that was about it. To be totally honest, this day of the game seemed like it was more of like a uh, a chance for these guys to come on and chat, which honestly I think is great. Um, these people, you know, we all know Julian pretty well. We don't know Christian as well. He seems to kind of do his own thing, which I don't blame him one bit. But it's nice to hear from these people and kind of get to see the emotional side and the emotional reaction of, you know, people have to keep in mind that to, to them, this is their baby. You know, this is their digital baby. You know, hundreds of thousands of people have spent many more thousands of hours, you know, creating this and working on this for the last two plus years. And, you know, they're, they're showing it to us. You know, they, they, they've they been shown us bits of it for a while, but this is the first time that, you know, they're, they're sending their kids to college and the world is going to do with them what it will, you know. Um, and, and I think that people, you know, it's kind of like, you know, their their baby is going to college, walking for the first time and talking for the first time. And everyone in the world is judging it. And and so I think the anxiety and excitement and all of that, I felt like the state of the game was to kind of show that. And uh, it was nice. It was cool. So state of game recap. There you go. Uh, For Division News, honestly, this week was just such a whirlwind. It was kind of hard to really nail down a lot of stuff. I feel like most of the stuff I'm seeing posted and talked about are just lots of first impressions and reviews and and stuff. Um, uh, So I'll just talk about the reception from the community. Um, uh, It seems really positive now. I think it's definitely worth mentioning the honeymoon period. And I think that that's something that we are all susceptible to. Uh, new stuff, yay, awesome, can't wait. Um, I don't think that anyone's going to try to fool anyone else and, and act like there's absolutely zero issues in Division 2. There's definitely a few, you know, uh, maybe more than a few. And I, I I think that what's different this time is that, one, they've already taken care of a bunch of stuff. They've, this isn't their first rodeo. I think that they also, more than anything, at least from what I've noticed with the fixes they've done already, is um, they've learned uh, better on how to prioritize. So maybe we'll have some cosmetic bug that may hang around for a few weeks or maybe even longer, but they're trying to knock out things like gear exploits and stuff like that like within hours or days. And the the big thing is that what what having a better release does and what and what does and what having all these people say good things about the game does is it, it gives you credit it gives you um it gives you leeway so if a bug does pop up or there's an issue with a balance or there's an issue with something or there's an exploit that comes you know if your game has a rough release with with bad servers, connection issues, you know problems like you know the game dying and stuff like that you then, if there's issues with the core of the game that you need to work on uh, then it only you know amplifies that i mean i i you know anthem unfortunately is a great example of this, and that it had issues with release, it had hardware problems, it had deep down very you know you know very hard to argue against problems which only amplifies the fact that one of the starter rifles was the most powerful gun in the game, uh, that amplifies, you know, the other issues that people have where if the game had a good release, then an issue like that is like, Oh, you silly guys, uh, you better fix that. And they do. And it's not a big deal. Um, so it seems like with division two, they, they've, they've, they've earned that credit and, uh, it, it seems like it's going pretty well. Um, the other little bit of news I saw, kind of in passing, was that someone posted and somehow got this World Tier Five screen. I'm not sure if you get it at the end of World Tier Four. I'm not there yet. I'm at level 29, actually, as of this podcast. When you hear it, I'll probably be, you know, way further ahead. But uh, it showed, you know, the World Tier Five screen, and um, and the interesting thing is that it mentioned three gear sets. Uh, I looked for this picture I couldn't find it again so I I couldn't find the names of them the one we've already heard about they made the I think GameSpot or IGN or someone made a video about it but it mentioned two more so it looks like when they reveal and release World Tier 5 and we get the Black Tusk Stronghold which is Tidal Basin we will have access to uh, the, the ability to grind for three gear sets Uh, the gear sets I believe are five and six piece gear sets so if you only have one two three or four pieces of it on it doesn't do anything and it's probably going to make you way weaker since you don't have all the brand set bonuses Uh, you'll need to have five or six pieces on I think and I'm willing to bet they did five piece because they may give you the option to run one piece of exotic uh, gear when those get released but we'll um, we'll have to see how how it actually goes. But I thought that was some neat news. It's you know going to be exciting to see them talk about those other two gear sets before I assume before they release. But we'll have to wait and see. So when it comes to community topics and discussion, um, just my first impressions. I think they're probably fairly obvious. I try to be really really uh, aware of my bias and the fact that I'm a giant fanboy of the first game. I got sent to E3 as a star player for Ubisoft. I got sent to San Francisco for a preview event to record. And um, I I talked to devs. uh, I talked to PR people, uh, you know, all these things, you know, I I try to be really obvious about because what I think is that if someone, uh, you know, I've been called many things, including a shill and, you know, lots of other fun names. But what I try to point out is that, um, there's definitely people who have bias who have been paid who uh, you know hashtag ad and all that fun stuff I mean I've never been paid uh, I, I've definitely gotten some extra special treatment and I get that I uh, so my point is that I believe I'm the type of person who can take those things into consideration be honest about them and then put them to the side and give an honest opinion so how I feel about the release is uh, I knew I would like basically anything they gave us, right? Like that's where my bias comes in. I, I, I would have been excited over pretty much anything. I think the the starkest thing I've noticed and the thing that surprised me the most is that knowing that acknowledging that taking that into account and being okay with it, I, I'm still really amazed. I'm bl- my mind's blown. The fact that I knew there'd be a lot, I knew it'd be cool. I knew it'd be good. I knew I would like it pretty much no matter what, but that I recognize that not only do I appreciate it and enjoy it, but it's even better than I imagined. And honestly, for the hopes I had for this game, uh, I tried to keep them realistic, but that was probably going to be a tough bet that like, it's honestly done. Really? It's, it's, it's really blown my mind. Uh, the, like like the story missions are really good and they're long they take forever and that's so cool and then they're different and there's surprises in them and there's things that you know they change every time you play them and uh, a little bit um but the side missions like most of the side missions are better than the main missions of Division 1 and it's not really a rip on Division 1 I. I thought those side those missions were fine the main story missions they were you know they didn't blow anyone out of the water and they weren't overly complicated but Like, it just blows my mind every time I'm playing one of these side missions. They're just better. And that's crazy. And then I have these other situations where, you know, I just have all these moments that just make me grin so big. Where like, I'll see this locked door and there'll be a bunch of loot behind it and I can't get to it. And so then my brain instantly goes into this mode of, okay, maybe there's a lock on the back of the door and I need a different angle on this door to open it. Or maybe there's wires running from the lock on the door somewhere. I need to shoot this panel or turn on this button or go on this computer and then it will open the door. And that happens like in the middle of missions and side missions. And like I get that that's not the biggest deal on earth. That that's there's not there's very little puzzling to it. You know there's a few like very light puzzles but really you could just accidentally figure them out but it's the fact that um in the middle of a mission where the whole idea is to track down this person or kill this guy or save this civilian or whatever that there, there's these moments where i you know stop and i ignore that for a minute and then i lock in on this little side thing i've also found myself all the time running into a side mission to complete it and then i run into the snitch who gives you bounties and i'm like ah, oh, man well this mission's going to take more than 15 minutes probably maybe uh, and this and this bounty runs out in like 14 minutes now and so i'll just run completely away from this mission i was starting to go do this bounty and then i'll die i don't even win i don't even get it and i'm not mad because it was fun and i think those are some of the elements about this game that it's just interesting and for me I, i've just absolutely loved watching reddit and twitter and, and other things where like Uh, i'm loving seeing people on reddit especially like hey i ran into this enemy who looked like another agent but he was all black and had a bunch of watches and he just ran away from me into a cloud like you know for a division one fan you know what's going on there and it's so fun to watch people be like i think i found a secret boss it's like nah he found you (laughs) like you didn't find him he found you and it's just the guns the guns are fun to shoot and you know there's still some balancing stuff that I think needs to be done with, with, with different things but I I just it's it's just surprised me. You know this game could have done almost anything to impress me and I recognize that and I admit that and it still absolutely blew those expectations out of the water and, and I think there's a lot to be said for that. Again before all of the before all the shill bombs start start coming like there's problems with the game. It's not perfect. But the thing is, is that it's, it's released in such a good state that it's okay for now that those issues are there. You know, they, they've earned themselves credit. They've earned themselves time. in um, the way that they're being so proactive with these patches and the, the acknowledgements to the community, the bug list they have is huge. They're acknowledging there's a crap ton of bugs right now, but they're working on them and they're actually acknowledging them this time. And they're being open and honest about what's going on and, And while I'm sure they're not hearing every single human that says something it seems like they're really trying to make an effort to respond to people. I mean, I've seen, you know, Julian's obviously basking in the glow of, of everything that's happening, but I'm still seeing him respond to this person with two followers. Who's bringing up this issue and tagging him and 40 other people in it. he doesn't have to do that. He can delegate that to someone else. He can ignore it, but he's not. And I've noticed a lot of them are doing this and, Will that last forever? Honestly, I think it may because that's kind of how he is and how a lot of these people are, but maybe it won't. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But my first impression almost has as much to do with the community and the dev team as it does the game because everyone's so happy. And that's to be expected at the release. But I, I was here when the first game came out and it was different people were happy people were excited for this new thing that finally came out after six years or whatever three four years whatever it was but it turned pretty quick and I and I just think this is different it's not perfect but it's different and there is your shill first impressions um the other thing I found some little discussion here was um I I I was kind of curious there were some exploits when the game first released i think some of them have been patched i don't know if all of them uh, but mostly had to do with getting loot really fast if anyone remembers the hell that was bullet king and when falcons lost came out and you could hide in a wall and sticky bomb or snipe <laughs> the, the tank and easily get gear and it was kind of nasty i put out a poll on my the division 2 hub twitter account and said hey um what what do you guys think they should do about people who exploit and get gear and like how should they handle it and here i'm gonna try to pull it up so i can see how many people voted so at the end of it i had let's see i had ah i can't find it I had 226 votes. Honestly, that's nothing. And that's nothing to really take any real results from. I would want at least two or 3,000 before I'd be really confident. uh, But we'll still talk about it. So 19% uh, said nothing should happen. 35% said gear wipe. 15% said character deletion. And 31% said account ban. Now, my personal choice was gear wipe. I think if someone intentionally goes out and repeatedly and obviously abuses a gear exploit to further themselves over others um they should have their gear wiped uh, maybe there's like a there there's a setting they can use where they say this 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 username boom gear wipe it gives them some okay gear so that they aren't completely screwed um but I just, I don't know. I, I think that if this stuff happens, see the thing is, and, and the genius, I think, and not giving us world tier five yet, was it's it's given them time to see what's up, to, to feel it out, right? It's given them time to, ooh, there is this gear exploit. Well, since we're only world tier four at the most, what we can do is, well, sorry. You know, uh, well, dang, these people exploited it. Now they have all this gear. But as soon as World Tier 5 opens up, who cares? And if they can take care of most of those issues before World Tier 5, then it should be good because once we hit World Tier 5, unless they eventually open up more World Tiers, which I actually think might be possible. We'll have to wait and see. This World Tier 5 gear that people start getting once they open it up, that's permanent gear. That will probably be gear that people will use maybe for the lifetime of this game. Unless, of course, they change things up. We'll have to see. And so I think this little delay, whether it's a week or a couple weeks, or maybe even more before we get world tier five, I have a feeling was meant to be kind of a, okay, let's just see how this all goes. And then if people find things that they can do, we'll be able to nip it before everyone gets their final gear. Because the thing I think is important here is that, while you know, we've had lots of fun PVP talks and all that, that's the PVP still just fun. It's, it's there. there's no real glory in the PvP still. I think that there's definitely some leaderboard stuff and some clan stuff now that makes that different. But uh, the thing to keep in mind is that with the raids comes a worlds first. And I think, we don't know this, but I bet there's a system in place for them to award or acknowledge or whatever, the worlds first, probably on each platform for the first raid and probably the subsequent raids. And the thing is, is that in in my opinion, let's make that really clear. This will be the first time we have quote unquote competitive content and division ever. You know, you can have a 10 KD if you want in PVP. Cool. Good for you. That's great. You're super good at PVP, Uh, but it kind of is what it is. This raid and the world's first, um, I think is going to be interesting because as far as I can tell, it's going to be the first time that you can complete an activity in Division that will be acknowledged and recognized by the entire community. And it will take skill of some type to put together eight players who can complete this task before everyone else in the world. Um. So I think having this delay for World Tier 5 and for all this stuff, you know, they have to be careful with that gear because uh, it's going to lead to people competing for the first time as a whole community. Um, so I think it's a good idea. I think if they find people exploiting clearly, I think they should wipe their gear in some way. Uh, I highly suspect that's probably not gonna happen uh, because of the potential fallout, but we'll have to wait and see. And then the last little thing is just talking about spoilers a little bit. It's a tough topic because I swear I'm not calling people out here. The, the people who, you know, especially big content creators, I get it. Y'all have to get that first video in. But like for the love of God and your thumbnails, can we please not put, like for these hunters, you know, there's all these masks to collect. Can we please not put the mask on your thumbnails? (laughs) Because even myself, I found myself after three or four days of playing this game, I still haven't fought a hunter yet. And that's my choice, I get that. But you know, if you want to put out a video that says, here, here's all the hunters and here's what they look like, here's all the masks, that's really cool. But maybe put a hunter from Division One on the front maybe be more i don't know maybe this is just me being sour apples for myself but like i kind of wanted to beat those hunters and see those masks for the first time and now through various methods whether it's people just posting about it or not now i think i know what they all look like and and even just like the cypher keys the talk of those before the game was even out and and just these really blatant posts from all these big community members people who i really like and you know i i have no direct bitterness to them but i'm like kind of bummed that i saw some of this stuff and never had a, even a minute basically to figure it out on my own now that's up to me i'm the one who saw it i follow these people i think maybe there's a shared responsibility there between me and them but um i don't know man it's just before the game even came out people were showing off stuff that people hadn't even had a chance to to discover yet and and i think that's kind of a bummer. So. I don't know. I doubt there's many other creators. Who even listen to this. But uh, maybe just you know. If you want to put that type of stuff out. You know maybe just consider the way you do it. And 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 consider that. You know how can I. Make this attractive to people who want it. But not ruin an experience. For people who aren't ready yet. I don't know. Just my thoughts. We are going to wrap it up now. With some content updates. And uh, in the most probably self gratifying uh thing i've ever put on here like if you guys don't know who greg miller is he's part of the kind of funny games podcast and he does like literally everything he's like one of the pioneering people in being like a, a game reviewer slash personality slash everything and uh i had a moment on saturday or friday friday saturday what day is it on friday i think where i noticed um a tweet and it was him and i noticed that a picture he had attached was a screenshot of his phone and him listening to uh, the echo cast on spotify and making a joke about how if you listen last week you know i made i basically made a reference to him and kind of funny uh doing my aka bond diesel aka blah 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 and I'm I'm gonna be straight up, uh that was one of the greatest moments of acknowledgement I've ever had. It's not really all about that. It's about me getting a rant for 30 minutes a week, and I get that, and so I'm not, you know, making too big of a deal out of it, but come on. How cool is that? So I you know, I wanna show appreciation to him and you know his the rest of his crew who jumped in and i'm so glad that i saw people from the community jump in and say hey make sure to check out sit rep and make sure to check out bombshell and locked on and all these other great people um that was just so cool uh to to just realize that like you know this little thing i do where i sit in this room and talk to myself essentially for 30 minutes once a week uh to get that acknowledgement and i really appreciate it from him from all those people but especially from you guys who listen every week uh, who listen to me rant and do my thing so thank you for helping me we're like ranked and stuff uh in the podcast and just gaming in general which is uh, honestly blowing my mind and uh, i really appreciate everyone who supports this in any way shape or form moving on so i really do want to apologize for basically not streaming this release week uh if you if you don't pay attention to my twitter you'll know that uh Monday night, I ate a ham sandwich, and uh we had new ham and old ham in the in the fridge. uh The old ham was pretty old, and so I threw it away, made a sandwich with new ham, ate it you know it was that was probably about six o'clock about six hours before the game came out, and immediately felt like crap uh streamed for a little bit uh and then jumped off and prayed to the porcelain throne the rest of the night what happened i think is i think i threw away the new ham ate the old ham and well yeah so i I really am sorry i haven't done videos i haven't streamed basically and it's really not the way i thought this release week would go content wise and um i feel pretty crappy about it so it is what it is i guess um i'm actually kind of happy i got the week though to just play the game and enjoy it the way i would have if i didn't stream or make a podcast or do anything um i actually really appreciate that i got to do that and uh you know i guess that's the silver lining but i also do you know a lot of you people subscribe to me on twitch and you know follow me on twitter and pay attention to this podcast and uh, i do kind of feel like i let people down but uh, at the end of the day i you know i try to take care of myself and uh you know it just kind of uh it is what it is i guess so there we go um i i really i'm trying still trying to put together some type of giveaway uh there's a bunch of pre-order stuff i had that hasn't come in yet uh like mugs and, and so on and so forth so uh, i'll put something together uh and, and post about it soon but um you know gotta can't spend too much money with the uh with 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 baby diesel coming so Uh, and then the last thing here is the scrub club the clan i started on xbox uh as of this moment i think we're level seven already and people are absolutely murdering it a special shout out to the urban menace who uh, has doubled up the second place clan xp earner who uh kylo ren the boss who's absolutely killing things too uh and doing a great job uh high five to everyone but urban menace good lord you are absolutely carrying us and i very much appreciate it um if people want into the clan please let me know you can look it up and submit an invite uh, there, there's a few more people i'm looking to bring on who who express interest but haven't accepted yet once they are in i will accept um you know entries from people who uh, were interested who i uh i recognize and and if no one's on there i'll accept whoever's on there Uh, And uh, just keep an eye out. Um, If if people drop off the game and stop playing as much and I know this, I'll probably kick people out. It's no offense. It's just if I don't, if you're not playing, you're not really helping. So I'll have to have you leave Uh, and uh, I'll let people know when that happens, when there's spots available. I'll, I'll call the herd here and there. Um, And yeah, so if you're in, be active or else I will boot you And it. It's not because I don't like you, but it's because uh being in there is about earning points and pushing everything forward, getting some rewards so so that's what I have this week. I very much appreciate you listening. If you like the podcast, please follow on whatever platform you're using. If you're on iTunes, please rate the podcast and leave a review. It helps me a lot to get exposure on there. If you check out the podcast on YouTube and you want to see more, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below with what you thought about anything I talked about. You can even throw questions in there for the following episode if you want. I am on Twitch, where I stream multiple times a week, and on Twitter as Bond Diesel, where you can find a bunch of my uh, content and so on. Um, And that's all I have. So, until next time. One, two, three, jump!